Championship Wrestling presented by Pro Shingle is brand new every Saturday at high noon on CW30. Don't miss one full hour of the best, the best, the best pro wrestling action. Follow us at CW30 Wrestling. We'll see you on Saturday. Missouri, get ready! November 21st, the National Guard Armory will be rumbling with live wrestling action as AHCW presents Thanksgiving Thunder. Be there to see Zay Washington, Derek King, the LA Hustlers, Walker Hayes, Justin Case, the Posse, and former WWE superstar Eugene. General admission is just $10, third row is $13, second row is $14, and front row, which includes meet and greet, is only $15. Bucks. Get advanced tickets now at the and Sayer Rec Center or by phone 636-232-3313 or 731-589-8013. AHCW Thanksgiving Thunder, November 21st, Co-Rothersville, National Guard Armory, 7.30 bell time, be there! This episode is brought to you by Spunk Lube. Spunk Lube is the perfect blend of water and silicone. It is an all-purpose personal lubricant that can be used for any occasion. You will love the natural feeling and look of it. It is safe for sensitive skin. Go to spunklube.com and tell them shooting the shiznit sent you. I know my! And welcome to another edition of AEW Dynamite, live once again from P3 Radio Studios in Jackson, Tennessee. I'm Richard Mulliken from P3 Radio, and I'm joined by my co-host, the man who sold the world, Mr. Dixie Youth 1983, and best friend Josh Brawley. Say hey, Josh. How is it going, everybody in STS land? And Richard. Richard. Yes, yes, yes. We are not alone. We are not alone. I don't think we're alone now. Not alone. We have with us, returning to the Dynamite show, none other than Lance the Lawman Levine. 
I am back from my sabbatical that was forced upon me. I don't know. I don't know why I was kicked off the show for some of those other losers that you guys had on the show, but I'm happy to be back for sure. Well, BT runs he, the network, so I mean, we had to have him on. He he forced <laughs> me to take some time off so that I could watch those Dodgers games when they won the World Series. I don't know if you guys paid attention to that, but they won the World Series. They beat the Braves I, I and the Padres. I wasn't aware. So okay, yeah, I f- thought I figured. I, Fill you in, you know. I had to get well, a root. I, I had to get a root canal and watch paint dry. You know, other things that are more interesting than baseball. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah, but once again, speaking of BT, we brought him up. Uh, BT wanted to be here, and you know, all of his surgery scars have healed over. He was looking like he was a million bucks. Hey, it's the perfect time to stop this episode and bring in my old buddy Lance to tell you about Manscaped. Mirror, mirror on the wall. What is the best brand for my balls? <laughs> it's Manscaped, of course. Is that a nose pube? Good thing our partners at Manscaped are here to sure. You're taking care of your manhood and your nose hairs with their new performance package. Hey, Lance, you ever had, you know, when you have the long ear, and I know I hate to talk about ear hair or nose hair, but, but it's... Like, you don't want to use the tweezers, but you really don't have anything to get it. You sometimes just grab the tweezer and go, ow, and it hurts like hell. Uh, I want to tell you, though, man, Manscaped has a performance package. It's the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. And it included in this new package is the oh, Weed yeah. Whacker TM. You know, I love that trademark. Weed Whacker Ear and nose hair trimmer, which is waterproof and uses not a 9, not a 900, a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. So it's a nose hair, nose and ear hair trimmer that provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent the nicks, snags, and tugs. That is not a legal firm, by the way. That They did not uh, do my divorce back in the day. But Nick snags and tugs in those delicate holes. So, look, guys, 79% of partners polled, and we know how painful that can be, admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. So why not just use the best tools for the job here? This bundle includes the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your, uh, dare I say it, balls, butt, and body. Oh, man, it's time to turn that gooch into gooch. a Gucci. That's right. With Manscaped. Gooch. You know what I'm talking about, the Gooch. It's like the the uh, man purse, you know. It's a, it's a coin purse right up I under see. the yes. you know, under yeah, the sack there. Right. Let's don't forget their famous liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, which I absolutely love, and the Crop Reviver. It's a ball toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. Get the performance package now. That's right. And you get two free gifts. Two? That's right. I actually love the boxers, and you get this travel kit that you can use for all kinds of stuff. It's awesome. Also, you receive a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking and your lawn mowing time clean and enjoyable. So the performance package is the best value that Manscaped has ever offered. And you, STS fans, you get 20% off and free shipping. If you use the code STSPOD, that's all in caps, like Walter, STSPOD at Manscaped.com. And we have to say thank you, Manscaped, for making our holes look sexy. Thank you, Manscaped. I like my hole looking sexy. 
AEW Dynamite show tonight. Uh, and if you've never listened to one of these review shows, we do an open table discussion, open form round, round table, round table, table. Uh, yeah. square table, you know, open table, round table, triangular square table. Square. There's three of us, so it's yeah. a triangular table. It's a devil's triangle or whatever they call it. <laughs> That's uh, code two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to go with what you liked, what you hated, uh, what you're looking forward to next, MVP, and thumbs up, thumbs down. Let's start with my co-host, Josh Briley. Josh, what did you like about tonight? And, you know, like my most favorite moment about the show, it was kind of like a, just a speck on the spectrum in the grand scheme of the entire show. But, you know, as we've said before, sometimes it's the little things that go a long way with AEW. And tonight was no different. My absolute favorite team or group, I guess you would call them now, Team Taz, man. They come <laughs> out. They fucking have a great promo. Taz is still awesome, and you almost feel like it's a, a bit of the ECW Taz coming back because there's no strings on him. There's nobody probably besides the great con just giving him bullet points. You know, TK. To where, TK. To where <laughs> to go with the promos. You know, So it's kind of like the real Taz is coming out. And the only thing that I wish, I wish that Brian Cage was better on the mic and they'd let him say more than five things. But maybe that's wise with Taz because he hasn't refined those skills. But Ricky Starks, my God, he is absolute $100 bills, y'all, on that <laughs> fucking mic. Yeah. I mean, anything he says, the look on his face... I believe it. It's like I'm watching a movie or something. I truly believe he is a fucking prick, and he is in the perfect spot, almost like an MJF, but more like a sleazy little prick shit heel <laughs> of a person. You know what I mean? And the whole interview, they ripped Cody and the AEW ranking system to shreds, and then they pointed out something, and I legit started wondering. Why don't they have a spot on the pay-per-view? I mean, they're one of the best teams, in my opinion, you know, uh, or groups, like I said. And they did all but say that they were going to screw Cody Rhodes over yep. during full gear. Yep. So I cannot wait to see what they're going to do and, and what's next for Cody. Because, you know, either Cody's going to have to get a partner or they're all going to be uh, fucking with him for weeks and weeks and weeks. So I can't wait. Yeah, before we go any further, one of you need to turn your Sibian down. It's making too much background noise. And uh, <laughs> um, I don't know what's going on there, but uh, yeah. That's got to be Josh because I'm in a soundproof booth. Just crank me, that down a little bit, Josh. Just Let me turn. I asked you, could you hear the fucking <laughs> ceiling fan? I Is literally it? asked you that before the show. You got you got Hell's Gate problems too. Yeah, What's going just on a, over there. Just uh, a ceiling fan. So you, wait, you're okay with Ricky Stark's loafers? <laughs> oh yeah, man. It, that was it on adds, my negative list. Okay. It adds All to right. the mystique. Well, we don't I want the people that wear those damn things. Yeah, <laughs> we want to we want to get to the negatives yet. But Lance Lawman from Chicago, what did you like about the show? All right. What I liked about the show, well, it started strong because it had Dasha in hot pants to start the show. I was hoping that wasn't going to be the highlight of the show, and it wasn't. Uh, Jericho's red pajamas were nice, too, at the beginning there, too. <laughs> but no, a couple things that I really loved. The Bucks private party match was great. I'm a huge fan of Mark Quinn. I think you're as high on Ricky Starks as I am on Mark Quinn. I think that guy's got it. Uh, that match was outstanding. As far as wrestling, I thought that was the highlight of the show. 
uh, Cinderella video at the end of the show. A 1988 song by Cinderella, Don't Know What You Got Till It's Gone, making an appearance on AEW in 2020. That was another highlight of the show. But for me, highlight of the show had to be the goddamn promo between Eddie Kingston and Moxley. It was so hot. Kingston, just amazing. Like you referenced it on one of the earlier shows, Richard, that, you know, you didn't know that much about Eddie Kingston before, but he is definitely, and again, we pretty much know how that match is going to go. We've known from the beginning, but he's talking people into this pay-per-view because his talking is just amazing. And then Moxley held his own with him. I just, I love that promo. I thought it was fantastic. Um, Many things that we'll cover tonight as far as, as um, the go home show and the qualities of that to get people to buy the pay-per-view. But for me, that was the top dog of all of them. Yeah. I mean, I really liked all of that. Uh, I also liked the fact that everybody's still singing along with Jericho's music and it's been a year. Uh, they're, they're definitely going to make him a baby face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. eventually. Uh, and I think that just goes right along with it. I also love the fact that Jericho still calls Tony Schiavone a throwback from 1997 ish. Uh, when he used to do those interviews in WCW and get everybody's name wrong. Wardlow is slowly becoming Mr. First Match. You know, you had uh, Shawn Michaels was Mr. WrestleMania, and you had Mr. RVD was Mr. Uh, Mr. Monday Night. Well, Wardlow is becoming Mr. First Match, and he had another solid opener tonight. Uh, the Pac vignette I loved. Tony saying that it was obvious that Paige and Omega were going to be in the finals I thought was a little shocking because <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, everybody thought. I wanted to be like, well, guess what? Yeah, we all thought that, Tony, and I'm glad you're saying it. Uh, I enjoyed Miro's match with Trent, even though that feud is the dumbest one ever over a $200 arcade machine you can buy from Walmart. Adam Page drinking and JR being able to tell what type of alcohol it was by the color and viscosity. Um, I thought that was that was impressive. That's like a fair trick. Like, guess the weight and you're drinking bourbon. Uh, The fact that Miro and JR may have broken Mr. T's record for mentioning mothers on a national television show. um, I don't really. uh, Josh, I hate Tony Stark. I mean, Ricky Starks. I love Tony Stark, especially for what he did with us in that that Thanos situation. I love him for that, but not sure why I hate Ricky. But I think I think that's a positive because he's a heel and I'm supposed to exactly. hate him. Exactly. Um, it's just like uh, you know. That's Triple why he's wearing those loafers. Yeah. To get you to hate him. But I think the thing I liked most about tonight was the fact that everyone on the show did something to promote this Saturday. Everybody that had a spot on the card did something to promote it. And even those that didn't have a spot on the card came out and talked about the card and and why they were pissed off because they weren't on it. Hats off to them for doing that. I think that was great. Uh, but now we're going to get to the stuff you didn't really like. And we're going to start with the lawman, Lance Levine. Uh, what is something you didn't like about the show tonight? All right. As you know, Richard, I brought a list. <laughs> so I have a list of a couple things that I did not like. So my gimmick brother, off, why were there no subtitles during the Pac video? I could not, I <laughs> legitimately could not understand a fucking word that guy was saying. And I mean, he's not there, so you're not able to see what his mouth is, right. you know, what he's saying. So I couldn't understand a single fucking word of that. So subtitles on Pac, please. Uh, yeah. Isaiah Cassidy blowing the kiss into the camera and like hocking a loogie onto the camera lens. I'm like, oh, gross. Can we clean that lens off as quickly as possible? Yeah. So. I was all set to make this my number one, number one dislike. JR with the restaurant quality picture in picture. I'm like, what exactly <laughs> is restaurant quality picture in picture? Is that when 
they do the picture in picture and come back to the show? Or is that when they do it for about 60 seconds and then literally cut away to a full on commercial where you can't <laughs> see it for two more minutes? Right. You know, I'm like, why do they even do it? You know, we've we've bitched about picture in picture from the very beginning. I hate it. I still hate it. I hate that JR is accenting it now with the fucking restaurant quality homemade picture in picture. But and I think. One of you may echo me on this one on the thing I disliked the most was the women's brawl. It was so awkward. Uh, I mean, I love Sheeta. I'm a complete mark for Sheeta. I abhor Nyla Rose. So it is not something that I'm highly looking forward to. It'll probably be a decent watchable match. But that brawl was pathetic, like leaning over the rail, like kind of cat fighting over the rail and hold me back like a Fred Sanford kind of thing. It was terrible. It was one of the worst things that they did to sell one of the matches for Saturday. All the most all the rest of them were great. But that one, not so much. And Sheeta can speak English. I don't know why they didn't just fucking have her do a promo. You know, but Nyla is a, a load. Can't stand her. Can't stand Vicky Guerrero. Just that whole thing. Let's just get this match over with. Let Sheeta retain and move on to something else. So that was my number one dislike tonight. Yeah, I think all of us were, th- you know, if we were in WWE and that uh, Pac interview came on, we, he would have got the <laughs> dreaded what champ. But since this is from P3 Radio Studios, he's going to get this. This asshole fuck these words up, man. I mean, he's got words that he don't even need. Yeah, I mean, I, I was having a hard time struggling to see why. I was like, now, is he going crazy from the quarantine or me? Because I'm seeing like nine of these motherfuckers, and I don't know which one's real. So, I mean, is he crazy me or is it both? Like you said, Josh, what is something you hated about the show? Well, I mean, I, you know, like you said, I mean, is he crazy or not? I don't know. I thought maybe I had stopped taking my meds too soon or something, <laughs> or maybe took too many. I didn't know. But um, he's not, Pac's not even on my hate list. Like, I, I have a list. I'm taking your gimmick. Hey, it's not a long it's list. A gimmick, it's brother. Things. Gimmick infringement. Yeah. From both and of us. Yeah. Like a Sabu and Yuba situation. You, you guys have lexicons. I have a list. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, my, my first hate, I guess, would have to be, you know, literally I'm picking up where Lance left off that Nyla Rose and Sheeta pull apart, or if you would call it that. I mean, it was like they were uh, fucking fighting gingerbread cookies or something. <laughs> they were told, don't fucking break them goddamn cookies now. Don't you dare break those goddamn cookies. I mean, you could literally see whenever Nyla Rose came up to the guardrail and started throwing elbows. I thought they were fucking dancing or something because nothing was hitting. Yep. Nothing was hitting at all. It was like she came up there and was trying to do the Mike Pence and Donald Trump elbow tag or something. I, mean, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But it was absolute garbage and it exposed or and it exposed because Nyla always exposes herself. Ugh. But Ugh. she Ugh. is only there because of that gimmick. She is a fucking horrible wrestler. What gimmick? She, it, well, well, you know, or like thereof. Beast. Uh, she is. She's know. trying to be the Nia Jax of AEW, where, yeah. in my opinion, Awesome Kong should have been stuck in that role instead yep. of her untalented ass. Because yep. I mean, she's gonna fuck somebody up eventually, even worse than she already has. Worse, but sir. my biggest. Absolute biggest hate, and this happened in a match where that I actually enjoyed. I enjoyed the Miro versus Trent match. I thought that it made Miro. I mean, it, it, it's getting him in the direction that he needs to go mm-hmm. in terms of getting 
his gimmick that he started, and, and now this is just my opinion, but he started the exact same gimmick in WWE as Rusev, and they chopped his fucking balls off, and then they had him looking like a goof and tried to bury him before he left because they knew he was leaving, so they tried to do everything they could do to bury his ass and make him look stupid for wherever he stepped up next. And getting paired with the team or the the guy and the girl that he's with now, I'm not even going to mention them by name. It's not, it wasn't looking bright, but he is literally taking the fucking chicken salad and chicken shit thing to a new level because he is fucking shining. He's trying to be beastly again. And I think the way that they laid that match out, that's the only way. But the Dark Order attacks Orange Cassidy during the break. What the hell was that shit? Mm -hmm. If you were trying to feature something and you wanted it to mean something, why would you do it during the restaurant quality pitcher and pitcher? (laughs) You know, I mean, what? Like, that's beyond me. And you know that they got people watching and timing the show. And they're, they're wearing earpieces and all that shit like the big mm-hmm. boys. So why is it that they keep fucking up during these pitcher-in-pitcher moments? I mean, the great con's got so much money, why don't he just buy the whole fucking show anyways? And no commercials. Make the commercials in a tiny box in the corner or something. I, I don't know. But if you're going to do something, at least do it right. And that made... That whole thing looked like a bunch of goofballs was mm-hmm. running that show. But, you know, like I said, I mean, that's that's something small, but, I mean, it, it really enraged me. It's because of the it, – it's happened multiple times now. I think you guys called it out before. Was it the right. Cody, the dog collar match when they did the big giant table spot, which was great during the picture-in-picture? Picture. So here we go again with the same screw-up timing-wise. Right. Yeah, um, Richard. What about you? Did yeah. you hate anything about the show? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, there's plenty of things I hated. Uh, after the show, uh, my co-host, my co-host said worser and set West Tennesseans <laughs> back 15 years. Um, <laughs> no, but the thing about the uh, the thing about the um, AEW shows that I didn't really like. MJF about me. You can't even get it out. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you you're directly quoting your life, your wife now. So, um, MJF showed more heat attacking Jericho tonight than 75% of the baby faces in the locker room. Uh, I mean that that's bad. Uh, when he attacked Jericho, I was like, that's the baby face fire that some of these babies need, you know, like, you know, how many times do you see a guy like, um, I don't know any of Jurassic Express or any of the baby faces show that kind of fire. I thought it was awesome. Uh, fuck that French bulldog that was in Kenny's interview. English bulldogs are way cooler. <laughs> the bald short. There'll be no bestiality on this show. Well, not literally, but like draw the line. I mean, yeah, they're just my neighbor's got one, and the yapping things never shut up. He's got two of them, and they just bark that all a the time. Justin Roberts reference there, the yapping. No, no, I'm going to get to that. Um, <laughs> bald, bald, short dude from Dark Order, or silver guy. He smirks yeah. more at the he he smirks more at the camera than Jim in the show The Office or Adam Sandler on SNL in the '90s. The shit, <laughs> the shit gimmick that Rusev has got right now with the video game. I haven't seen a reason for a feud so shitty since the pirate stole Bret Hart's jacket and that was an ar- and is that arcade made out of boss uh, bossa wood 
because <laughs> like I don't know if you've ever played arcade games when you were a kid, but if you took a header into one of those things, oh, yeah. they're writing songs about you and donating cards and flowers to hospitals because those yep. things are solid. Um, yep. The Dapper Yapper sounds like a sex act that's been outlawed in eight states. Uh, <laughs> I still don't <laughs> like the Bucks repeating the gimmick done by Cody last year where we'll never challenge for the titles again. They mm-hmm. could have done something a little different there. Uh, F- the FTW title is about as valuable as nipples are an unsol- uh, nipples on a man are an unsolicited dick pic. Uh, when, <laughs> when are they going to make a promo package for the Hills again? I mean, I get it. I'm supposed to love Darby Allen. But think about what an ar- what a what an archer or a wardlow or a cage would have benefited from that type of promo. Uh, but the thing that I really didn't like about the show was I was confused by the main event. It was like they ran out of time for dark to be recorded, and they just put the first match on dark in the main event. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't understand that at all. But that was the things I didn't like. But now we're going to get to the things you really liked, and we're talking about the MVP. And I tell you what, I'll start this off. Whoever made that Kenny Omega Adam Page hype video with don't know what you got till it's gone. Anytime <laughs> you can get a monster ballads, top 10 song on your show, it's a win. The only bad thing is now, if these guys don't fuck, I don't know if I'm going to be disappointed or relieved because that was one of the most romantic song parody vignettes since Elizabeth and macho man. So it was kind of cool and kind of like, Oh, this is kind of creepy, but I liked it is my MVP of the night. Whoever put that together, Josh, what about you? What's your MVP of the night, man? I've got to go with our boy Wardlow again, simply, simply because like you said, Mr. First match and they're putting him out there for a reason. And I honestly believe the reason is Wardlow is the future and you you're you're, you're going to realize at some point and they're already slowly passively building it with all the little tiny things that they're going to make vignettes up and shit in the future with with him kind of pissing uh mjf off you know he's doing all the work and then mjf is just stepping in and getting the scraps of what's left and then looking like he's the big guy you know right. and he's trying to take all the credit for wardlow's work but I mean, like I said, you know, Wardlow is money. So no matter if he's a baby face and, you know, I hope that if he he does turn baby, that they give him a manager that's really going to do him good like they're doing with Ricky Starks and uh, Brian Cage giving him Taz because that would be perfect. I mean, I'm not sure because I haven't seen enough of the Wardlow promo if he can talk, Mm -hmm. but – my God, just skill wise, look wise. And, uh, you know, it, he is going to be the future along with Adam page and MJF. Yep. And he is tonight's MVP. Yeah. I think when you look like that, it doesn't matter. You don't have to talk. You can get by without talking, be the silent baby face that comes in wreck shit and leaves. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. Lance, what was your MVP for the night? Uh, disagree on that last comment. Bobby Lashley looks like, a million bucks and he can't talk and he's never put an ass in the seats either. So I am here because for weeks I've been waiting to, to counter you guys on all this fellatio of Wardlow that you've been doing on this show for the last month. I'm like, I get it. He's good. He's got a good look. He's improving. He's getting better. But man, you guys have a man crush on that guy. So I am here to balance things out on the Wardlow thing. I I think the guy's got potential. He's good. He's bred. He's not the greatest thing 
since sliced bread yet. He may get there someday, but he's just bread for right now. So I got to balance out the Wardlow love here. So I was going to say Sammy Guevara was my MVP because he was like bouncing around like a freaking you know, like a, a super ball in that first match. He missed some of those spots, but I, I really appreciated the energy they brought right. uh, in that first match too, which we didn't even talk about, but my MVP has got to be Eddie Kingston. I got to, I got to cite that promo again. I thought, you know, for a match, like we talked about that, nobody kind of, nobody cared about initially. And I know I was thinking like, what the fuck? They just did this match. Why do I want to see it again? And why do I want to see it as a fucking pay-per-view main event altogether? You know, nobody thinks, and to this day, nobody thinks that Eddie Kingston has a chance to win that match, but these fucking promos have been outstanding. And like for you, Richard and people who didn't, you know, weren't too familiar with this guy's career in the Indies, this guy is gold this guy's money he's a great talker i'm glad they have him like leading a faction because this guy is such a talent and such a great talker such a great manager role so for me it's eddie kingston amongst other people that did great jobs in selling their matches for saturday i say he was at the top of that list yeah i think he really sold it like we've said before i i didn't know who he was i've become a fan in the past couple mm-hmm. of weeks for some reason i want to hear him say the word jabberwocky Like, I don't know why. I just think it would be funny to hear him say Jabberwocky all the time. Uh, And I do have to disagree. Me and Josh really do think Wardlow is eventually going to be hotter than a $2 pistol. I really think that Wardlow is, uh, you know, when you get that big of a guy in there that's that massive, six foot four, like 280 pounds of muscle, and you can move like that. I mean, I think the sky's the limit for the guy, but this we'll is see. almost as bad as BT's crush on Moose and Lashley. So <laughs> this is getting borderline on that level for you two. Ah, uh, well, I mean, uh, what it is is what it is. Two, three weeks in a row, he's had a good match in the front. So, th- you know, they put you there for a reason, and that's because you can deliver. But. We, we want to know what the show, if the show delivered tonight for you guys. Um, and Josh, we'll start with you. Did the show deliver? It's the go home show. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. What you got? Well, I mean, unfortunately, as with the last, you know, maybe three, four, maybe even five dynamites, this one's going to have to be like, uh, I'm, I'm going thumbs in the middle. And only because I think that it was structured that way. Because if they were to put on like a fucking, just a hell of a show and just make it to where, you know, it was bing, bang, 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 boom. So much shit was happening. So much, you know, you're talking about. Then, you know, you don't really have anticipation. And, And then whenever the real fireworks go off this weekend, you would still be talking about, well, it didn't live up to the dynamite coming in, blah, 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 blah. So I think that it was structured that way. I mean, tonight was good in a lot of spaces, but there was, you know, like that main event, like you talked about, it was like Mm -hmm. they just took, you know, three random guys that really didn't have much of a beef. (laughs) Right. Hey, get these, this tag team that I've never seen because I don't watch dark. I mean, I know who Billy Gunn is, but I've never seen the gun club Mm -hmm. as a a unit, you know, and then just pair them up with Cody. And it seems like that the only reason that that whole thing happened, the whole thing was for Cody to address Darby Allen Mm -hmm. at the end. And, and, you know, in the, the sting spot up there. So, You know, there was, like I said, there's a lot of stuff that was really good that happened, but the last four or five dynamites have been so good that I, I just can't give this all the way thumbs up. So thumbs in the middle. So a three quarters erection from you again? 
No, no, it's not even three. A half erection. A, a thumb would be a half. <laughs> <laughs> a manscaped half erection. Yeah, I mean, a it looks better than no a. Erection. I'm going to be honest with you. A manscaped half erection looks better than a non manscaped half erection. <laughs> You so can't even see it. You can't even see it. It's just like uh, right. a nipple, a hairy nipple. Disappears uh, into the jungle. No one likes a hairy nipple. Don't run through the jungle. Run to manscaped.com. Uh, Lance. Uh, STS promo. Yes. STSPod.club. Or STSPod for your promo code. We do want to point out, Lance, that BT did not mutilate his genitals with a manscaped product. No. It was a weed whacker. So manscaped.com for all your safe grooming needs. It was yeah. a Husk Varna yes. 175 XP is what he did. There <laughs> is so much shit running rampant on the internet about this. Because I heard it was a weed whacker in an aisle at Walmart when he was trying to get back in the rascal or something. So I don't know what the hell went, went wrong there. <laughs> so, I heard he was wearing shorts that went up his pants leg. Either way. Yeah. <laughs> Just, either way, we Manscaped would have made that problem disappear. Should have went right. with that. Lance... What you got? Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Well, let me, before I get to where my thumb is placed, I want to remind you, we do have a fourth, a fifth question. So you skipped the fourth question. So we're going to make that the fifth question now. So we'll go to the thumbs. We'll do the thumbs now, but do remember we have another question coming up. So thumbs definitely up. Um, you know, I was thinking about this. You guys razz me because I'm a, I'm an AEW apologist is what the reputation is, but the shows are always good. They're always entertaining. And I think part of the problem is the fact that you've got three hour raws and you've got like these really difficult to sit through shows that make this always go by. It breezes by. It's always a fun watch. It's not a chore to watch these shows. So by default, they're almost always going to be better. I, I think maybe in the year that the show's been on, I've had maybe a couple of thumbs in the middles, like eh, it's a, it's okay. it was okay, but you know I've seen better dynamite shows. This one was definitely an up, and bottom line was it was a great build for all the key matches. You know we've been talking about it, the Jericho MJF. It's got me excited to see how that turns out. You would think obviously MJF is going to get into the inner circle for that angle. Uh, Moxley Kingston, obviously, I'm looking forward to that. Omega Page because of the romantic, you know, slow motion video with the Cinderella song. I'm looking forward to that. And even Bucks and FTR, I'm looking forward to that. Even though it was a way too quick build, that should have been strung out way longer. And I agree, the 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 stipulation is kind of dumb um, if you're supposed to believe that it's going to happen or not, but. The bottom line is all of those matches are going to deliver and it's taking a pay-per-view that I thought was like, eh, it's probably one of their lower level pay-per-views throughout the year and it's gotten me caring about it. So I say thumbs up because it was a great go home show. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think so too. I got uh, Josh all choked up. Yeah. With that. <laughs> Seriously, my God. Yeah. All right. So, Put down that cigarette, boy. Uh, no, I don't smoke cigarettes. We, that was actually acid reflux coming back up. My God. Uh-oh. I need to change from Bud Ice to Bud Light, apparently. George, I'm really pleased that you can tell me about this. Perhaps it's because we've known each other for so long. All right. So <laughs> what I want to point out is I did remember there was another question. I just wanted to structure this a little differently tonight. Plus uh, okay. the whole, the whole right. ball injury thing with BT got me shook. But I'm going to say I, I give it a thumbs up. Uh, and it's just, you know, shaking. It's a, it's a, it's a Michael J. Fox thumbs up. It's shaking downwards. Um, oh, man. <laughs> too soon. Too yeah, soon. Uh, you know, <laughs> well, just insert your favorite person with that disease. Um, 
my thing Nyla was Rose. <laughs> <Nyla Rose? laughs> my thing was I liked the show. I like how it put over everything, but the thing I didn't like about it was the reason why I was slowly inching towards three quarters of a thumb up, uh, because I didn't understand the main event. I didn't understand little things right. like, you know, I mean, you know, FTR broke your leg, but Hey, you're walking around on it this week. What's the big deal. If they do it again, you'll be fine. <laughs> so, uh, you know, with Matt Jackson, so it's just the little things mm-hmm. like that, that I didn't like, but for me, it was a thumbs up. Now, what are you looking forward to next after the pay-per-view and beyond, uh, after this Saturday, uh, we'll start with Lance. Uh, let's see on my list here. The first thing I wrote down is where do they go with inner circle and MJF after the pay-per-view? Cause it seems obvious he's going to get in, he's going to disrupt shit. Uh, this could be the, the springboard for the Jericho face turn or something. So we'll see where that goes. Um, also I want to see what's going on with the elite. Are they going to be heels? Are they going to be faces? Are they going to be back together? Are they going to be reunited? Will there be more slow motion, soft porn? Who knows? But, the number one thing that I'm looking forward to, and this is probably something that really went under the radar for everybody, Penta versus Phoenix 2 next week. And I'm like, first off, why? I don't know that I care why, because, you know, the match ended, uh, uh, Phoenix got injured, so Penta took his place in the tournament afterwards. So I'm not sure why the match is happening, but with those two guys, I really don't give a shit, because I just want to see those two guys in the ring again. So, like I said, it was barely mentioned it really under the radar but i'm looking forward to that next week after the pay-per-view yeah josh what are you looking forward to next next week and beyond in AEW? well you know like lance said i mean i think everybody's looking forward just i mean because you can kind of see mjf is going to get his foot in the door with the inner circle but how far is he going to get into the inner circle are they going to treat him like a punk and kind of try to push him out or as Richard uh, kind of just theorized that what might happen, maybe he's going to try to take over, and mm-hmm. maybe that's what does kickstart the Jericho face turn. You know, I mean, MJF tricks all of them into liking him or whatever, and then he becomes pissed off and, you know, just exits it. Exit it. Exits it. I can't even say it. This. Yeah, you got it. You did it. That's out worse, the inner circle. And says, fuck every one of you. I'm Jericho, you know. But what I'm most looking forward to, you know, is it's it's the Moxley versus Eddie Kingston match. And, you know, we've already seen it before, mm-hmm. but it is so intense. And, you know, I'm, I'm just like Richard. I really didn't know who Eddie Kingston was. I've heard the name for years and years and years, but I've just never, you know, cared to kind of seek out and see uh, who is this guy. Because, you know, but his promos have won me over and it's literally one of the only matches that I'm just like, I have to have to see this to see what happens. And honestly, I don't believe that this is going to be the end of the road for Eddie Kingston and John Mark. So I think this is just the beginning. And because of the way that they're laying, how deep that they're going with this feud, talking about mom, and I promised her I would take care of you and all this. I mean, they're trying to set up some really deep stuff going on. And you got to think, I mean, depending on how the match goes, hell, this could go on for months and months and months. And they need feuds like that nowadays. Mm -hmm. So, man, as long (laughs) as the promos are still hot, 
you know, I, I'm like I've said before, I'm not too much on from what I've seen Eddie Kingston wrestle. I'm not too high on his matches, but my God, I mean, Hogan was the shits for the most part whenever he was doing the match, but he was a money match guy because of the promo and because of the presence. And man, when Eddie Kingston gets done wrestling, he's going to be one hell of a manager to promote other guys. Yeah, I, I think it's just unfortunate that that match has a title in it because if the match didn't have a title in it, I could believe that he had a shot at winning. Right, uh, right. I don't think and it's an I quit match, too. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to put the title on him. And, I mean, I, I could be wrong. Are they, you know? they going to pull no. the Austin and Brett? I didn't give up, goddamn, my yeah. pants down. Yeah, you they kind of did that already, that? though. You know, they kind of did it already with him. So, uh, you mm-hmm. know, it's it's it, it'll be interesting. But what I'm looking forward to, like you guys said, the MJF Jericho angle, I think it's got legs. I think it's going where we all think it's going. Um, the FTR and the Bucks, you know, like mm-hmm. I said before, I hate that Matt Jackson didn't sell that ankle a little bit longer and he was in a match this week. Um, but... I am looking forward to as well, and I think this is going to tie in for some reason to Kenny and Hangman. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, Kenny and Hangman doing what they do, but I think one of them is going to turn heel. And I want to say, in my opinion, if I'm looking for this down the road, one of them turns heel and joins FTR. Now, what I would have liked to have seen was FTR and Hangman as a, as a trio managed by Tully Blanchard. I thought that would have been a great tag team, uh, kind of reminiscent of, of the four horsemen, but not the four mm-hmm. horsemen. Um, but I think what you're probably going to get is Kenny and the NFTR, you know, just because Kenny's been the heel here lately. And Kenny was the mm-hmm. last one out tonight. You know, you had, you had hangman coming out real quick and then Kenny coming out a few steps behind and he wasn't running. He was just kind of walking out gingerly. So, it's going to be interesting where they go with this. One of them's going to have to turn heel, and I think it's going to be Kenny, but we'll see. They've got me guessing, and that's what I'm looking forward to. Hey, guys, what also what I'm looking forward to is this Saturday night full gear, and we're going to be joined again by Mr. BT, and uh, I can't wait to have him now back look, on. Look, you've said this for like the past four or five weeks, and that motherfucker hadn't showed up because of – unfortunate circumstances are you for sure he's going to be there saturday night lance what do you, do you think he's going to be there what's the betting lines what, do, what do we- so i'm going to put my money on that he's going to be there for sure well so he's not going to let us keep ha- although wait a second the pay-per-view ends at about 10 p.m that's past his bedtime Ooh, yeah so that, it might just end up being the three of us again so that we'll might need that- to give him a red bull or two yeah like i don't know man he might still be on pain meds but join us this saturday night where we go home on the AEW Dynamite series for this season. Uh, but guys, it's been a blast tonight. Uh, thank you to Lance. Thank you to Josh. And we'll see you all this Saturday night live from Jonesboro, Arkansas. And as everybody knows, we love BT's mama. Championship Wrestling presented by Pro Shingle is brand new every Saturday at high noon on CW30. Don't miss one full hour of the best, the best, the best pro wrestling action. Follow us at CW30 Wrestling. We'll see you on Saturday. From Huntersville, Missouri, get ready. November 21st, the National Guard Armory will be rumbling with live wrestling action as AHCW presents Thanksgiving Thunder. Be there to see Zay Washington, Derek King, the LA Hustlers, Walker Hayes, Justin Case, The Posse, and former WWE superstar, 
Eugene. General admission is just $10, third row is $13, second row is $14, and front row, which includes meet and greet, is only $15. Get advanced tickets now at the Diane Sayer Rec Center or by phone 636-232-3313 or 731-589-8013. AHCW Thanksgiving Thunder, November 21st, Co-Rothersville, National Guard Armory, 730 Bell Time, be there! Hey guys, do you remember the days when you were younger? You know what I mean, when you could look at that Victoria's Secret catalog and just just the thought of it being in your mail made it stand to attention? Well now, if you're trying to get back to your glory days, there's hope for you. You can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed because, listen up, we're talking about BlueChew.com. Yes, blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the very first chewable with the same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, ready whenever an opportunity arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com, get your very first shipment free when you use our special promo code STS, just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code STS, track free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. This episode is also sponsored by Manscaped.com. That's right, get 20% off and free shipping with the code STSPOD. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com with promo code STSPOD. If you're stuck in a house and still want to order food, go with Uber Eats. That's right. Download Uber Eats on your favorite device. Get $7 off your first order by using this code EATS-BRIANT24790UE. That's E-A-T-S-B-R-I-A-N-T-24790UE. Did you enjoy that episode? Cash App us. That's right. Dollar sign B-T-S-T-S. Cash App us. One dollar. Two dollars. If you Cash App us over twelve dollars, I'll give you one year of Patreon for free. Graphic design is very important. Your logo is the first image potential customers see. What kind of impression would you want to make today? Need a podcast logo or a t-shirt design? KT does art. Her name has become synonymous with quality and professionalism in the graphic design community. She specializes in graphic design, painting, and more. She provides affordable commissions and professional quality with a timely delivery. 
Contact KT via email at KT underscore does art at yahoo.com. Take out her Instagram at Instagram.com slash KT underscore does art. Hey, that was another great episode of Shooting the Shiznit. We're currently looking for contestants for next year's Who Wants to Be the Best Shiznit or Ever Championship 2021. A shout out to our sponsors this month. And also, we have Patreon. It is only $1 at www.patreon.com slash shooting the shiznit without a G. A big thank you and a shout out to Bob McGee at Pro Wrestling, Between the Sheets, and Gene Jackson at localstolegends.com. You can reach us on Twitter at comicbookmarkbt, Instagram BT shooting the shiznit without a G, Facebook shooting the shiznit with a G, and we're also at Cool Kids Wrestling and MMA Talk. You gotta ask to get in. If we don't like you, we'll kick you out. That's right. And you can get all the archives to all the episodes at www.stspod.club. All right, let's do a roll call of my favorite podcast. So my favorite non-wrestling podcast would be Who's Right Podcast, Po' Boys Podcast, The Official Podcast, Man Brain Podcast, my favorite murder podcast, I Am Fat Podcast. And when it comes to wrestling podcasts, check out Suplex City Limits, Talking Shop, and my buddies over there, Richard and Josh at P3 Radio. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today. And remember, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars.